Hello, loyal Patriot Cast listeners. You're listening to, you guessed it, the Patriot Cast. With me today, I have a very, 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 very loyal co host, Mr. Toby Edwards. Yay! Hey, how's it going? It's good to be here. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was that loyal, but I'm glad to hear it. It's good. It's good. It's a good thing. <laughs> Well, apparently you're loyal, and that's that's the best way to be. Apparently loyal, um, until I get stabbed in the back, you know, I'll keep believing that. Um, <laughs> it's been a great week for technology and gaming, and in particular, uh, I hear there's a new update for Doodle Jump coming out soon. Yay! Biggest know, news of the week. Everyone's talking about it. Game of the year. Game of the year, my friend. Um, I thought Joyce Jetpack Joyride was game of the year. No, no, no. Doodle Jump. The update. It'll, you know. The Throne gets overtaken quite a lot. You know, that Kanye West, Jay-Z album, you know, Watch the Throne? It has to be watched because it gets overtaken all the time. Just go along with me, Toby. Just say yes, Jordan, you are always (laughs) right. (laughs) So, we have a a quick story. GTA V has been announced, and that's... I'm excited. Are you excited, Toby? Um, Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, I like the GTA series, uh, generally. And, uh, I mean, it was... (laughs) I mean, it's almost not news in the in the sense that everyone knew there was going to be a GTA Five, and the only news is that it's been announced. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's good, but um, I think it'll be interesting to see what they come up with this time. Well, I mean, I'm speaking personally. I I bought my PlayStation Three just for Metal Gear Solid Four and Grand Theft Auto Four, and uh, they they're a huge deal for me, and I feel like. Metal Gear Solid, you know, the series has kind of gone... Mm, um, oh, no. GTA... GTA, I, I, I'm, I've got high hopes for GTA 5. And uh, have, you played all the, have you played all the main games, like 3, 4, Vice City, San Andreas? Yeah, absolutely. Who, yeah, yeah. And have you ever been so unlucky to play the, those awful Vice City stories and Liberty City stories and, the, you know, the PSP games, basically? You know what? I mean, no, I, I've never Thank been that God. unlucky. Um, but I th- my biggest disappointment in the series was GTA 4. Um, I thought that although it, it, it did a lot of great things in, in a way, it, it, it got so much praise which it didn't deserve. And I felt like it just got too serious. It completely took a, a, you know, a complete left turn from San Andreas, which is a super fun game, and to like, this really overly serious thing which didn't really quite work. You know, um, um, I think I could, if I can um, butt in with my sort of thing. I I love the series. I mean, I seriously love the series. I would spend a thousand dollars on a games console just to get that game in Metal Gear Solid Four. You know, um, it's good times. You know, good financial system. I'm I'm going to be like the next Bernard Madoff. You know, um, trust <laughs> Jordan White with your financial in- investments. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was it was a major letdown for me, Grand Grand Theft Auto Four. I I keep trying to say Gran Turismo Four, and I'm like, get it out of my head, damn it. GTA, I'll call it GTA from now on. <laughs> GT and yeah. GTA. Um, it's I love the series. I love everything about it. San Andreas, I clocked. I've spent, God, a hundred hours in that game. I've just um, yeah, I know every yeah. inch of it. I love it. I I love collecting all the cars, having them in my different properties. Vice City, I used to love that game so much. I clocked that a hundred percent. Loved it. Never clocked Grand uh, GTA. <laughs> I was going to say it again. Grand Turismo for some reason. Get out of my head. Um, GTA 3. I never clocked that game because uh, it gets to a section where all the mafia have shotguns, and you're driving through their you know their suburb, 
and they pop up out of nowhere on that you know old PS2 loading quality. It's great. Uh, enemies <laughs> pop up out of nowhere and like giant mobs. Couple shots and you're dead. The car just explodes and it skids to a halt as a flaming fireball and there's nothing you can do. So I could never collect all the packages because you know on foot they'd kill me and a car they'd kill me. I don't know what. Well, I so you never do. completed it. Uh, I I bet the story. I just didn't get it 100%. I didn't collect all the drug packages in GTA 3. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I had to say like a to you know just to pin it down about GTA 4. Maybe it is that it's you know the story as you put it, but it, it felt to me almost like an uncharted style story where the story you know there's giant cutscenes and you have to pay attention and and the cutscenes are what's going on. Um, I just you know what I I think sorry I sort of butt in, great. but I, I kind of feel. You know, maybe, you know, not every series can be uh, perfect from start to finish. And, you know, maybe GTA 4 was its midlife crisis. And I accept that. And as I said, I still think there were, you know, impressive things technological wise about it. Um, great graphics and, you know, the Euphoria engine's good. And, uh, and there were some really great things, especially all the sort of ambient things and the actions of the pedestrians and everything going on. But maybe it was just the kind of a faltering move in the series. And, uh, and hopefully GTA 5 will see a return to form. Uh, I think that's quite a strong possibility. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm thinking about the story in particular. Like, I, I love the game. I I got the special edition. I was so excited about it. I saved screenshots and videos and looked at them, you know, every week probably for, for at least a year before the game came out. Um, and in the story, it's like, okay, what actually happened in the story? Well, you know, you're Nico and you came to America to kill some guy who cheated you. Or, But I don't remember all the bosses' names or the side characters, really. I just, you know, Roman, your brother's, you know, useless as heck. And, and every building you get somehow gets burnt down and you have to move to another one and often they get worse. And, you know, it's a very, very confusing <laughs> game. The multiplayer was massively disappointing because, I mean, it's just unplayable, I'd say. Um, really? Uh, in what sense? Oh... The stories, um, okay, it does team deathmatch style things, and it's just a bunch of people loading in a museum, for example, for for many of the levels, and you've got a pistol and a baseball bat or whatever when you start off. It's a run to get the M16 or whatever, you know, you, everyone knows where yeah, it but is. Yeah, have you played free play? That's the best. Yes, with, so a, couple, with a couple friends, you know, but um, the team deathmatch things, I found it disappointing. I'll leave it at, the, you know, the car I racing. Think it does, I think we need, what it needs is a, is a, is a proper co-op mode up to four players. I would love uh, that. A whole separate, a whole separate um, uh, you know, campaign, preferably that's, you know, at least half as long as the the main one. Well, I think with many of these games, I wish that they could just add to the single player as co-op. And, uh, I mean, I think there's obviously... From the quality there. There's obviously some very difficult things with that, like... Um, cars for example like if if you have to chase after a boss okay now if there's two people there need to be two cars and fitting that in you know if it's in an alleyway or if there's four cars you know it could really frig things up a lot um i think that would be the best way to handle it myself i mean i think it would be great to go and uh you know uh vice vice city it's lance and it's tommy for example there's two people it would be great to feel like the two people are both in the same story together i think um you and an actual friend playing in the same story and I'd prefer that greatly to a single-player game where, oh, what part in the single-player game are you in? Oh, I'm a little bit ahead of you. It would feel a lot better if, if you're doing it together with a friend. Um, so we're both very excited, I think. Right, Toby? Really, yeah, really excited? yeah, I'm definitely excited. To see totally come excited. Up. I'm really hoping they, they do something, like, really fresh. Like, I'm hoping there's... Because it, it is a winning formula, and it's always been great, and they were the first people to do it. But... I'm really hoping they're thinking like this time we're going to add something, a new layer to it that's going to make you know this a, a really different game, and I really hope that is the case. Well, 
I, I we were discussing on the on the Patriot Cast Facebook group, the Patriot Cast on Facebook, and as always, it's not the white supremacist group. Um, <laughs> Civil War good. reenactment. Yeah, okay, we'll call it that. <laughs> <laughs> um, who are you? Are you on the Confederate side, Toby? Are you in the grey or the blue uniform with the little muskets and the little caps and everything? Um, on the non-slaving side, I guess. <laughs> the non-slaving side. <laughs> I think we've got an episode title there, the non-slaving side. <laughs> um, it's just a... Yeah, maybe we should take a little, a friendly little bet with no money. Whereabouts do you think the game's going to be set? I mean, we're going to find out very soon in, in literally days, uh, but would you have just a friendly guess? Yeah, I mean, all the rumours are saying Los Angeles and then... Slightly lower rumors are saying uh, Vice City. Uh, I'm, I don't know, but from the you saw the logo, you know, with the uh, with the with the kind of five, which was obviously yes. off a dollar bill uh, or off a five dollar bill or whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, obviously, and um, I think I'm really hoping it's like really entrenched in like the business um, like side of things, like corporations and stuff. Because um, I know there's a little bit of that in in some of the GTA games, but I wish it would be really entrenched within, like I don't know, like corporate espionage and things like that. Like I think that'd be super cool. Um, so I'm hoping, uh, I guess Los Angeles would be cool, like a, a proper version of Los Angeles. But I said, ideally, it would be like um, San Andreas. I I yeah. couldn't agree with you more about uh, the San Andreas sentiments. I, mm. In many ways, I wish they'd just remake those games in, in HD. Maybe they could add a new character to it, you know, a new story. But I think in a lot of ways, if you see the Vice City Stories games, I think it's there's something really sad when you when you revisit an old friend and they've sort of totally changed. And that's how it always uh, it always felt that way. Like maybe if uh, the analogy is if you went to school with someone, you saw them every day, you're great friends, they moved to a different country, you get back together and you've got nothing in common anymore. And um, mm. maybe it sort of feels the same way when you revisit a city like Vice City. I mean, I had everything in that game. I, you know, um, at the end of it, a game that came out in 2002 or whatever. I, when you get 100% in that game, you get double, uh, double armor, double health. Your vehicles, you know, twice as good. You get weapons loading outside all your mansions everywhere. Um, mm. You got all the helicopters. Um, you get even bodyguards, Toby. You can hire bodyguards. There's three guys wearing those awful Hawaiian shirts in your mansion, mm. the, the the Scarface yeah. mansion. Yeah. And the the uh, AI yeah. is ridiculously stupid. I mean, they are so stupid. They basically walk off bridges and drown by themselves all the time. And I mean, it, it's like a, I honestly thought the games were going to have that in future. Like all the games, like San Andreas, uh, it had the gang system to an extent. Hiring, yeah. sort of hiring gangs. Well, I like oh, that. Not, I love that. I love that a lot. And taking over territories, that was awesome. Um, yeah. But it, it felt like a, a preview, like an Easter egg preview for spending 10 hours, 20 hours, whatever of your time to get 100%. Um, you got bodyguards, and it was cool. Um, the other games, they didn't so much give you that kind of thing. And so to, to have everything in a game, to have like a life in Vice City, then to have it taken away to you and, hey, I'm Vic Vance, you know, the guy that dies about two minutes through the actual Vice City, you know, mm-hmm. the Vice City. I get shot in the head or whatever from the helicopter with drugs and that's me dead. Um, it's very odd. So I would probably hope it's San Andreas 2. I hope it's the whole map. I'm sure they can redo it and, and that would be disorientating at first uh, if all the buildings and streets are completely different. Um, well, I guess we get I used mean, to it. Although I, I say San Andreas 2, like, I, I wish... I wouldn't mind if it was different cities in a way. Like as long as I think the the thing that was really great about San Andreas is is that progression where you left your city, you were confined yeah. to this whole. It was still a big city like Los Santos, but you moved on and you were suddenly in this whole new area with 
not only looked different and had different a climate, but also had you know um, a different uh, you know all the citizens you know said different things and everything was very different and it felt like a real progression and that whole drive whatever you know the mission was um, escaping Los Santos was always you know like a big moment you think yeah I'm moving on to the next place and it, it felt like starting a new game <laughs> I, uh, I, I yeah, have I to say when I played it the second time recently well I played it at least for I don't know the 10th time or something but starting over completely this, for the second time the main story um, it felt very annoying I loved the Los Santos having the gangs and all that and then to be thrown into like the countryside and what are the missions they're quite difficult ones too it's like you have to steal this and drive this crazy massive uh, tanker truck on these crazy bending those. hills I love those missions and it can get popped off and you've got the police ramming it all the time and it's like oh you know so difficult and annoying um, and there's a whole bunch of those kind of heist missions with Catalina and San, San Fierro, um, not not such a big fan. Los Venturas, you know, Vegas. A lot of the missions with the casino were pretty crazy. I just love Verdant Meadows, having your own airstrip, unlocking the planes, having yeah. an Apache, having a Harrier jump jet. That's so cool. I mean, I loved it. I loved just flying around and, you know, deploying flares, V-Stole jet and everything. It was a great game. So I think we both, uh, you know, would you be disappointed, do you think, if it turned out to be Vice City? Sort of, you know, um, Miami, I wouldn't Florida? Be- disappointed as such but i it's, it's more the outlook it takes i hope it it keeps the eccentricity that um that san andreas had uh yeah well we're both looking forward to it as all patriot cast loyal listeners will be to seeing this trailer and uh i'm sure i'm going to be watching it in slow motion and frame by frame to try and absorb every sort <laughs> of detail i can so I bet it'd be like five seconds long and it'd be completely all CGI. <laughs> and all kinds of flickering and flashing and things and you, you, no yeah, one will like understand The Battlefield 3 original trailer just like... Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, static and all kinds of things, right? Yeah. Well, I yeah. think somebody mentioned the next story. Awesome segue. Excellent segue. Awesome, yeah. awesome. This is why we pay you the big bucks, Toby. Battlefield <laughs> 3 came out finally and it came out in some little unknown country, uh, America... Came out there a few days before the rest of the world, even though New Zealand, like, totally gets to whatever day first. You know, great time zones here. Um, but great Toby, time zones. Exactly. Great time zones, dude. Totally gnarly time zones, man. Um, I've been around Occupy and Bacargo too, too long. Um, it's, it's great to think that it's out and little Toby Edwards, you know, little Toby, he could finally run out and grab his dirty mitts on a copy of the game. And, and how did it feel, Toby? Uh, sorry, digital, yeah. Um, you got it digitally, Ugh, bits and bytes, eh? Of course, yeah. I mean, that, that's that's what we're moving towards. That's what the whole world's moving towards. Totally with times, you. you know? Totally with you, my friend. Um, yeah, so great digital service that... Um, that is origin or not, in case maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the only kind of disappointment. And to be honest, it, it was expected because uh, EA is not with a single release of, or I, I don't think any of its Battlefield games, or DICE rather, um, has had a smooth launch. And it is because it, <laughs> it is difficult to deal with, I guess, 12 million people logging onto your game at the same time or, or just only slightly staggered. Um, so yeah, that was kind of sucky, and I think it was EA's fault when the activation wasn't working in the codes. Uh, so I didn't get one until about an hour and a half after it. Oh that. man! <laughs> but that's fine. I could deal with that because I didn't expect it to be a smooth launch. As I said, none of them have been before. Um, but after that, things went fine, and I jumped into the game, and it's 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 bloody awesome. It's outrageous. 
Well, for people that played the smart version of the game, you know, the smart money by the PlayStation 3 version <laughs> of the game, <laughs> where we didn't get so many crazy glitches, although the first time I got... Or so fight... many crazy players, or so many, so much good graphics, or anything like that. What, what are the buttons, you know, Toby? Can you describe, like, how do you move, and how do you look around? WASD... Pretty simple, like a lot of other FPS games. Obviously, WASD oh. uh, is the movement, control is crowd, Z is prone... Um, e is, you know, get in and use, um... Terrible. F is knife. It's it's how you play an FPS. That, that is the FPS controls. Can you imagine driving a car like that? You know, you've just got, like, you know, 50 keys on, on like, a steering wheel, and but you don't have the actual wheel. It's just, like, 50 keys, and you're just pushing buttons, like, oh, my God, someone's trying to knife me. E, 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 you know, W, 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 space bar, up, 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 that's you know, F1. That's, that's such a moot point, because you could, complete the same time, argue... Imagine trying to control a car with an Xbox controller. I mean, no oh, one does that'd it. That'd be easy. Because you don't do it. You do it with a steering wheel. Oh, I'm sure people are going to love driving a car with an Xbox controller or a DualShock 3. <laughs> sure, sure. Or a touchscreen interface. Too many crashes. There wouldn't be too many crashes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I haven't bothered with a single player. I've just stuck to multiplayer. What about you, Toby? Yeah, same. I I mean, I was never... I've always been a fan of Battlefield 3, uh, Battlefield's multiplayer. Uh, yeah. I mean, people are saying these single players mm. all right. Mm. Um, I think the fact is any war game is going to be derivative at this point. <laughs> it's all been done. Yeah, uh, we need a new war, don't we, right? They've got to start a new one <laughs> to make it something fresh. Yeah, but every every setting has been done now, you know, from snowy to desert and everything <laughs> like that. And, and every, it's all been done. And, Come on, America, invade it, Mars or something. It's Why well, is it just a bit depressing that you know, so much time was spent on that that could have been spent, you know, doing another three or four bat multiplayer maps. Like, you know, I'd, I, even one more map, multiplayer map, would be worth losing the campaign for me. Uh, but, you know, that, that's that. And the multiplayer is still fantastic, so I can't complain too much. Well, I, uh, I made uh, the sorry mistake of playing Bad Company 1 multi, uh, single player, and uh, it, it was meant to have a sense of humour all throughout it, and it's mostly sort of fart jokes kind of level humour, and it's very mm-hmm. confusing to me. Um, this kind of serious, realistic kind of massive game, destructible environments, and then the actual jokes about, you know, oh, you can't drive a car, let me do it. It's like, oh, who farted? <laughs> you know, like five hours of that. It's pretty difficult for me. Um, Bad Company 2... Terrible, terrible. Oh, just worst game ever, you know, single player wise. But the multiplayer, the I wouldn't multiplayer, say it was that bad. Oh, it was uncharted level bad. I tell you, uncharted. But one. then you don't like any game other than GTA, so it's not very, it's not a very good. Uh, oh, um, it was worse than death. Um, just terrible. Oh, even on the PSP, it couldn't have been worse. I don't think the single player. Just the story was terrible. Anyway, online, online as we were battlefields. It's where it's aimed. It's where it's all at, with other people and running around. And I'm really excited that fighter jets are on Battlefield Three. And I've played around with uh, them a bit. I'm terrible at piloting them. Do. I find the controls awkward as hell at the moment. I'm trying to get used to them. My friends have remapped the controller and stuff, and I'd rather play it with the default buttons and just get used to it. Damn it! Um, everything's on the right stick, so you know to fly forwards, you've got R2 for throttle. You're leaning the right stick forwards, and then you kind of like to steer. You like tilt it like slightly left and right, and just all the angles. It feels very confusing, especially in helicopters. And I've I, I, I honestly, I flipped the helicopter the first time I got in the little bird. The little bird's the crazy agile small one. And I basically flipped it within 10 seconds, you know. And that is embarrassing, isn't it? Well, I take, I take a quite uh, specialist sort of 
anti-socialist, I guess, uh, view when it comes to <laughs> online games like this. I, I believe that um, people are good doing what they they do should should do that. So, you know, I really appreciate appreciate it when there's someone who who clearly really enjoys being a transport helicopter flyer, and that's what they do. And they, they always try to get the helicopter, and they're good at it. They, trans- they spend the whole match just transporting players to really useful places and stuff. They enjoy doing it. People, you know, there's, and there's a, a use out of doing it. I don't like it when... I mean, obviously, people have got to want to experience all the game, but I don't like it when just people are going in helicopters for the sake of it. And, and I, you know, I find a class which I enjoy, and although I do try other classes from time to time, I you know I spend my time doing that. I'm an engin- I I really like being the engineer, and so I do you know I repair vehicles and stuff like that. I, I like to help the team and stuff. And I think maybe with you know the influx of part of the Call of Duty audience onto <laughs> Battlefield Three, I think that's been uh, it. Must be worse on the consoles. I imagine it must be uh, it's, it's probably probably uh, harmed the experience a little bit in terms of you know playing like, like a team and everything. But uh, yeah. So, so that's that's kind of why I feel like I don't really uh, fly jets, but I I just love the fact that they're there and they're part of the battlefield and everything. Yeah. Well, I have to say you're quite right about just the influx. I remember the first Battlefield game I got into properly. I mean, I played some on on the PC, but uh, I never really owned them on PC. I played them with friends, or we went to an internet cafe and did a LAN party st- sort of style thing. Um, first one I got into was Modern Warfare or Modern Combat. I always get confused with these crazy game names of all these shooting the games. The Xbox One. Well, the PlayStation 2 one as well. And PlayStation 2, yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously the superior version, right, on the PS2? <laughs> <laughs> um, You're a funny one. <laughs> but people people worked together as teams back then, and those were the good old days. For example, everyone run to get a Jeep, and uh, if another team member got the Jeep, they'd actually stop and wait for people to get in, and you wouldn't yeah, have to yeah. walk for five kilometers from the base to the first, you know, for, for, to the first objectives, and it was it was good. And um, I'm just trying to stutter, 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 stutter as much as I can. Um, 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 um. People would shoot. When a teammate shot your vehicle, it meant, hey, click, you know, boom. Um, it meant stop. And so people would actually stop. And then they could get in. And they'd even reverse if they were nice. And Bad Company, they did it. Bad Company 1. Bad Company 2, hardly anyone did it. In this game... It's every man for himself, it seems. Yeah, I can imagine and on the consoles. It's, it's a bit better on the PC, especially yeah. we've got a comma rose on the PC, so you can literally but just have your character say, I need a ride. And that oh, works, yeah, so another it's reason why that, the PC's there. It's got that too, and like, you yeah, just push oh. select to, just to call things out, like attack this position, you know, I need ammo, you know, here, take this, you know, that sort of thing. But no one really seems to do it, and no one listens to it. Oh, shut up, they hear if they hear that little sound clip. Um... I think it, it really has something to do with the games, and it, it is, you know, it's a, it's convenient to blame these other faster-paced, you know, first-person shooters. I'm this giant thing on steroids, locked inside of a, an abandoned hotel, I'm just going to run around the corridor shooting people, and then I respawn two seconds later and run around and shoot them again. There's no destruction or vehicles or anything, it's just running around, shooting, 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 explosion, dead, you know? Um, and that's what seems to have happened to, to it on the console side. I can understand the PC is different because, let's face it, the average age of a PC gamer, 62. You know, they've been there <laughs> since back in the day. They're the OGs, the original gamers, and they're in their retirement home or they're, they're lugging their iMac to the local Starbucks or whatever to play World IMac. of Warcraft. God, no. Oh, I've seen the pictures of it, my friend. That's the face of PC <laughs> gaming. And a man in his six in his early sixties liking an iMac to a to a coffee place to play World of Warcraft. Exactly. That's, don't associate that with PC gamers, please. You're inside. I mean, how can he be a PC gamer if he's got an iMac? 
because he's, uh, I don't know, it's a personal computer. See, the thing is with the term PC, when we want it to mean, you know, per, you know, politically correct, it means politically correct or personal computer, or it means a Windows PC. So it can mean anything you want. It's a bit like saying, oh, that's evil. It can mean a lot of things, because I get that a lot. A lot of people say that about me, but they're wrong, of course. I've got a big heart, don't I, Toby? <laughs> anyway, <can't>. so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no comment. So, so that's, you know, I can understand why things are different on PC because, you know, the people are older. They're not so many hyped up 10 year olds and screaming all the time over voice chat. I have to say, I'm glad that the PlayStation version has uh, not as good, let's put it that way, voice chat in game because uh, that <laughs> stops a lot of the screaming 10 year olds and, and all that kind of like sort of tantrums. <laughs> yeah, <I can. laughs> so that's, that's one benefit of not having good voice chat and having to rely on Skype to talk with your friends while you play a game on the PlayStation 3. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're both excited about it. I love the maps. The maps have been great so far. What have you? Do you have many standout favorite maps, Toby? Yeah, I think my 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 favorite's definitely got to be Damavan Peak. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's fine on Conquest, uh, and Conquest is actually my my mode of choice. Mm. But um, but on you don't get a certain part of the map on Conquest, uh, and in Rush you get the top above the yeah. peak. You fight down. Um, I think there's two bases before you actually jump mm. off the the peak on the helipad. Um, and it's just it's it's bloody fantastic. Just that moment of like when when the next base you move up to the next base and you just you just jump off that massive peak. I mean, I've never seen that before in a multiplayer like that sort of verticality. Um, I wish it was even you know even more. I wish there was also other ways down and stuff like that. But still, it's it's bloody amazing. Uh, and and I love that they put that in. And also, uh, what's it called? I can't remember. There's one that's sort of a Middle Eastern city, but it's raining. I can't remember what oh, it's yeah. called. Uh, but I really like that one. It's kind of like a new take, and it's just got... Uh, I mean, the great thing about DICE is they're just brilliant level designers. They've been doing it for years and years and years, and they just know how to make a map that works uh, and, you know, is interesting. Uh, so, yeah, those are my two maps. What about you? Well, I've I've mostly been sticking with a, a few of them. Just It seems the game's just focusing on a few of them, and I join friends and the like, and we, we have uh, favourites. Uh, I, I'm really impressed. It, it feels so much more... I'm going to use the term next-gen over Bad Company 2, which is the last game in the series. And it, it feels... Uh, well, it's not really in the series, but yeah. Yeah. And the ones as they were released, let's put it that spin way. Spin-off, yeah. Spin-off. It's the real games, my friend, the real games. No, they're spin-offs. I realise, but they're the real games, <laughs> where it's at. <laughs> um, and, you know, except for those six-year-old PC gamers who are playing Battlefield 2 from, what is it, 1940-something? I still installed on my computer, just because they didn't add uh, commanders and stuff in Battlefield <laughs> 3, which is a shame, so I still want to have that type of gameplay. So <laughs> crazy. Kept it up. Those crazy people, <laughs> those holdouts. Um I've been playing quite a few, and I, I quite a few of the urban maps. I quite like those in this game a lot more than I did in previous games. And I think it's crazy how cluttered they feel. And it's, I'm using that in a good term. There always seems yeah. to be little alcoves all over the place. Um, they've designed a lot more so you can really, so you can really hunker down or get that kind of siege mentality. It feels like a war of attrition. A lot of maps, and it's just there's people hiding, especially now that we have prone. Oh, praise the Lord, yeah, Steve Jobs, God. that there's prone. I don't know why they ever took that away. I mean, that was ridiculous. It, it, it was very frustrating for me at first when I'm playing Battlefield 3 when I can see an enemy on the mini-map. It's like, okay, they're 10 metres away from me just on the other side. It's like, where the hell are they? I thought it was glitching or they're somehow pressed up against the wall just about to come around the corner. I'm really freaking <laughs> out. Then I realise, oh, dude, they're prone. They're lying in the, like in the 
bush, I absolutely can't see them, you know. I can see them on the mini-map, someone spotted them somehow, but they're not showing up, you know, so I just have to, like, throw a grenade or shoot in the bushes randomly. Um, it's kind of terrifying to <laughs> getting used to prone again, when you're not expecting people to be lying down in bushes everywhere. Uh, um, so many of the urban maps are great, just that they've got so many hiding spots, and it makes them very frustrating. Um, the one set in, not uh, Metro, uh, the other one in Paris, um... Uh, sand crossing. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, one of one of the the latter uh, objectives is on a boat in that one, and it is such a cool idea. But oh, I haven't played uh, that rush. Oh, oh that's cool. I, I hadn't. One of the okay, it's not so much a spoiler, you know, but just a heads up. One of them's on a on a boat in, in the actual river, and it's usually annoying. Is it that kind of half capsized boat? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that boat. Yeah. I'm playing it's, it it's Russia, hugely yeah. annoying. Um, there was a guy. I was the only one going for it. And somehow the rest of my team was held down, and I sort of went commando as I often do. When you know, it's just a people holding back. They're popping their heads up over the barricades and shooting back every now and then. It's like someone needs to you know make a beachhead on the damn thing. Um, mm. And so you finally managed to sort of break through. And then it turns out that on both sides of the boat, hiding little alcoves where you can't see them as you're running to the boat, there's people hiding and shooting back at the boat. You know, they're just watching it, or they've rigged it with C4, and as soon as you actually yeah. break through, and you've got, you know, you've you've killed at least five enemies, which, you know, that's quite a lot when you're doing it by yourself on multiplayer when they're shooting at you. Um, you get on the boat, and then it explodes, you know, as soon as you touch the actual, to set off the, you know, the charge. And it's hugely annoying. Um... If you get in the river, you're a, you know, I hate using the term, you know, you're a dead duck. Ugh, got to yeah, end this dead kind in of water, speciesist. Yeah. yeah, dead in the water, you know, dead in the water. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Older listeners will get that. You know, PC gamers, they'll they'll get that. Um, it's hugely annoying as you're swimming in the water, desperately trying to find a ladder on the boat to get in as you're getting shot at. <laughs> and uh, What do you think about the suppression in the game? Suppressive fire. Yeah. It's awesome, uh, I think, I think in many great ways. Addition. It's very yeah, annoying it at the gives, same time. It gives a, and a real... Uh, I know any class can technically do suppressing fire. You get points for it, mm. but um, it's, it gives you know support a real... Uh, you know, another spe- specialism. Obviously, they can give out ammo, but it gives them a, an offensive specialism, um, which is really great, great yeah. Uh, well, the other thing that annoyed the hell out of me on, on the demo, um, on the open beta, was uh, the flashlights and the lasers and... I, Flashlights still... mainly, yeah. They're, I don't know where I stand on those. Well, it, are... it feels really unfair when you're working, especially by when you're by yourself, and all of a sudden you walk around a corner and it's just white. And it's not even a matter like I can handle it if it if it really really blurred your vision a lot, if it was really close to blinding. But it's the fact that okay, I'm looking at white. You know, they're shooting at me, and what can I see? I'm seeing white. You can't do anything, and that doesn't <laughs> feel fair. You know, like there's no sunglasses to unlock. There's no like you know. There's no way you can avoid it. There's no um, yeah, way to jump really out of the way. It's just you're dead, and it doesn't feel fair when you're working on an objective. And uh, yeah, I saw a, a post on Reddit that said uh, that had you know the meme scumbag Steve. They called it Stunt scumbag dice. Yeah, and it said <laughs> you know um, they get they get told that uh, the flashlights uh, brighter than the sun, so they make the sun brighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they're definitely, it's a crazy thing. One of my favourite things from, from Operation Metro, from, from the demo or the beta, or whatever we want to call it, uh, mm. demo sounds better to me now, um, 
it's when I saw a person sitting on the train tracks, a defender, as I was attacking, <laughs> sitting or crouching on the on the train tracks with the flashlight on, and a lot of my team were actually running past this person. They were far away from us, but they were actually running past them, and everyone just sort of assumed, like um, social engineering, <laughs> they socially <laughs> were socially engineered to think, oh, it's a train. <laughs> to go with a flashlight sitting on the, on the train tracks. And I only noticed it, like, I, I saw it as a glimpse. It was near, like, one of the tunnel things where you can't really walk in. And I yeah. just sort of assumed it was a train. I'm like, but the trains don't have lights, you know, and there's no train there. And I only noticed when they, like, move sideways a bit. It's like, okay, trains can't move, like, left or right on the tracks, you know. They go forwards and backwards pretty much, you know. <laughs> and everyone else was getting, like, they weren't shooting, but then they started shooting. And I'm, it was such a fun feeling, just like, hey, wait a minute, that guy did that deliberately, you know, um, <laughs> to be able to trick people like that. And, and corpse no, that's, camping. That's what's so great about the series, like, just those moments. Like, so many different weird things can happen. And Well, would you like yeah. to describe the first time you got in the helicopter, for example? I mean, that's a fun <laughs> moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, so I was on Damaval and Peak, which I was speaking about earlier, with this, you know, this, this massive uh, helipad way high up in the sky. And uh, I, I jumped in halfway through the match. And and I was the opposing team, uh, or rather the defending team. Um, and I really wanted to see the peak. Uh, I wanted to go up there, so I managed to get into the helicopter. Uh, sort of, you know, flew up, and it's quite slow because it's really high. So I was just raising, raising up above. I was right in front of the peak. And as I came uh, above the level of the peak, there was about six men uh, running along the helipad, uh, about to do their descent down into the into the valley. <laughs> and, uh, I just let open my my machine guns and mowed about three or four of them down. It was so satisfying, and and I think even the people who died on that helipad probably thought that was a pretty awesome moment as the helicopter just suddenly came into view over the ledge. Um, I'm sure they they appreciated that. Oh, that <laughs> it sounds awesome. You know, it's just I wish there was an easy way to record all these kind of moments because I've had some, I've had some great ones, and I think uh, Battlefield. It's just such a big game, and I, I understand there's some people who just don't get it. You know, they don't get the magic, and um, they don't understand the, the joys of having a massive map with all kinds of vehicles, boats, and, and uh, attack helicopters. Now there's fighter jets. It's amazing. Jet skis, quad bikes, putting C4 on them, and, and uh, I found <laughs> out the term. I never like doing it myself because I think it's a bit cheap, but it is funny when you watch it happen, and it's called a Jihad Jeep. And it's when they, they yeah. drive it through, they jump out, and then they set off the detonator. And, and it can even take down a building. And uh, one of my favorite moments in the, in the series has been in Bad Company 2 with my friend Woody, my personal friend, talking on Skype. He loaded me up with C4. I drove it into the actual last objective house and uh, parked it inside. I shot as many people as I could. Now, Woodboy, now! And he blowed um, <laughs> charges. Boom, the whole house comes down. He killed five people as the house collapsed. Um, it was just, a, just an awesome <laughs> time, you know. And yeah. uh, we have a map we call The Game, and it was o Oasis in Bad Company 1. And uh, it was two of us on one team versus 12 on the other. And uh, they were holding us down in the base. Um, I was distracting them as best we could as we worked out a plan. I was throwing grenades at them randomly, shooting rockets at them just to get all their attention. While my friend went recon and snuck out, jumped in a boat and drove to their base. Uh, I let them kill me. Um, I spawned from him, and we set the charges off. And they, meanwhile, they they were kilometers away, you know, kilometers away mm. at our base, just spawn camping, waiting for us to load. Boom, we did. Waiting for us to load. Boom, we did. Um, and we managed to beat the whole game by doing that, by just managing to sneak out every now and then, and just the two of us working together, using different vehicles, uh, setting C4, um, setting off the charges as they came to defuse it, we'd set off the C4. They would have been screaming mad. I mean, they were just mowing <laughs> us down with ease, as you know, as Mr. Toby in a helicopter would mow down a whole bunch of innocent people. You know, <laughs> um, 
it's just it's a great experience and I don't think there's many online games where you can have such fun with just such a wide open map and in many ways I guess I hope the next yeah. Grand uh, Grand Theft Auto will be sort of similarly open and uh, online so my friend Toby um, what about the expansion pack I've been hearing so much yeah, about yeah I thought it's just worth mentioning adding some actual news uh, it just recently announced the Strike at Car or Back to Car Can uh, mm. expansion pack which I think you got free if you ordered the limited edition pre-ordered it and uh, and yeah, I think it's £12 or $11 $12 maybe <sighs> for Dubai when it comes out it's coming out in December and I do hope you get it uh, Jordan, oh, well, because yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah, cause it, you'll get to experience four um, classic Battlefield 2 maps uh, I think Strike at Car Can which is like the, the infamous map where it was you know, it, it's quite a small map, especially for 64 players. Sorry, you won't experience that. Um, uh, and it's just insane. And then there's Shakri Peninsula, Gulf of Oman, and uh, one other one. And um, yeah, they're bloody amazing maps and, and they're just amazing level design. So that'll be really good to experience when they do come out in December. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward it. to it. I'm glad it's not going to have that kind of communist 64 people all crawling over everyone else. and you know, it'll be 24 people, whatever, you know, like a good honest 24, a nice number. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to justify it. The, the working class number, none of this fancy Mr. Toby Edwards. What, what's the wine you're drinking tonight, Toby? Uh, I tell what you, country? it's a, um, it's a, it's a, oh, it's, um, it's, it's French, uh, and it's a, <laughs> I can't pronounce it, I can usually yeah. pronounce it, it's a, a, a Bourgogne Aligot. <laughs> Oh, look at me. I'm all fancy drinking my French wine, my champagne. No, I'm just saying it's your champagne. Um, you know, i I, I got to let you know a funny thing. Australians, you know, um, Cabillon, Sauvignon Blanc, whatever it is, you know, the thing, um, I'm not a drinker, you know. But Australians, mm. they love to take, like, a long word and to shorten it. And that's why a lot of Australians have names like, you know, like um, Kiefer is a woman's name in, in Australia. It's like Keith, you yeah. know, like a male name, and they put an A on the end, and they have very sort of brief, harsh-sounding names, like the Australian outback as the sun pounds down on you and the poisonous snakes everywhere, and even the trees will kick your ass in that country. Um, <laughs> it's just sort of radioactive, you know, like Mad Max. I mean, I know where they sit in Australia. Um, Australians, they say, Cab Sav, pour us another glass of Champers and Champers and Cab Sav and all that kind of stuff. Champers, um, yeah. Yeah, it's so, it's so classy, right? They take this sort of French, you know, culture and Cab Sav and, and Champers <laughs> and, and um, all kinds of things. Good times. But, oh, look at me. I'm Mr. Toby Edwards, you know. I've got 64 players while I drink my French wine. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm the hard You're the finer things in life, what can I say? I'm the hard working class New Zealander with a drink of water, you know, um, <laughs> playing 24 players on PlayStation What's 3. What's more appealing, drink of water and, and 24 players or, or 64 and a nice, uh, Talking I over think Bourgeois. Bourgeois, Nally. The <laughs> You're the proletariat, you know. We're going we're gonna to have to start occupying wherever Toby lives, you know. We're going to fight <laughs> this man. The 99% are going to rise up against the 1% of the Edwards class. So, I don't understand how you can have this occupy... Um, you know other areas because the fact is the, uh, the equality in, in America is the problem. I don't. And New Zealand don't have anything to complain about. Nor does England. God, I mean. Do you know that? Do you know that many many schools here don't yet have iPads in them? So you know. The, <laughs> thank the God. Thank God they're not wasting their money on iPads. The, the saying the saying that I like and and uh, hear about in animal rights and many other movements is inequality anywhere is inequality everywhere. So as long as one person's getting kicked in the face in one country, it means we have to all stand up with banners and placards and boo 
and giant protests on the other side of the world until no one gets kicked in the face. Um, it's about it's about standing up and being counted. We are the 99%, and that 1% of Toby Edwards who drives a Rolls Royce, you know, um, fancy pants. Oh, look at me. That's a nice burger and chicken tonight. Ah, oh, lovely chicken. Oh, crazy person. The proletariat will rise up against these people and their 64-player versions on PC. Look at me, WASD, you know. I press Z and E and spacebar and F1, you know, instead of a hard working-class triangle, circle, X and square, or whatever the devil that Xbox 360 is into. It's cheaper in the long run to get a PC. I'll tell you that. Cheaper. <sighs> so These games are infinitely cheaper on a PC. <laughs> Especially when you pirate them, right? But, of course, Mr. Toby would know. Well, yeah, that as well, but even when you buy them. So, my friend Toby, I think we've both mm-hmm. had a great time talking together, um, especially about your excessive drinking habits and 64-playing binge sessions of video games online. <laughs> binge I th- sessions. I think, I think we need to get him into rehab and to get him, you know, to, to chill him out a bit, to get him down on sort of depressants, you know, to 24 <laughs> people, um, rather than this hyped-up 64-player <laughs> version. Everyone listening, thank you very much. You can find us on Facebook at The Patriot Cast on Facebook. You can join the incredibly fun and active, uh, especially radioactive, Facebook group where there's always fun discussions every day and usually people arguing with me and I'm like, hey guys, let's all get along. And they're like, no, we've got to teach Jordan a lesson. And um, uh, That's exactly how it plays out, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the way I remember it. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, it's it's just been great being with you all. So thank you for listening. You can hopefully hear us again next week when we can tell you more about Grand Theft Auto Five. And until then, you can find Toby at uh, <laughs> That's M Y T W O S E N S E S. I went for the full spelling that time. Um, and um, and that's, uh, my Twitter is the same. Uh, and I'm also on zath.co.uk with a Z or a Z, depending on which you want to call it. Uh, just look Toby Edwards on there and it'll show all my articles. Uh, and I'm hoping to review Zelda um, <laughs> Skyward Sword. Uh, can I, can I, give you, can I save you a lot of effort, my friend? <laughs> no, because, hey, hey I'm a, a very respected magazine called Edge, a UK independent brilliant magazine very editorial nice gave it 10 out of 10 and they rarely ever give 10 out of 10s i mean i can't remember a 10 out of 10 they're given um and they say it's it it is the pinnacle of the Wii, which just goes to prove (laughs) no it just goes to prove that the best games always come at the end of the life cycles so we can got good things to look forward to with gta 5 as well by that by that um theory i give it three out of 10 i'll save you a lot of time my friend You can you just just give me half of whatever you make, all the thousands of dollars that you make for writing the articles. Just three out of ten. That's what you have to say, you know. And um, maybe a picture of an iPad or something, just you know, just to brighten it up and get some clicks. Um, my friend Toby, it's great to be able to find you at my two c e n t s dot com, right? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Well, you can find me, everyone, at coexistingwithnonhumananimals.co.nz for the glorious nation of New Zealand, uh, where we have to wait after America to get Battlefield 3, damn it. Um, it was good to finally get it, though. And you can find me at the Invercargill Vegan Society, invsoc.org.nz, also for the glorious nation of New Zealand. And to everyone, Toby, my friend, on November 1st, it's World Vegan Day. So a happy World Vegan Day to you all. And just forget about that happy December 25th day. Uh, You've been listening to... This was impossible. Uh, You've been listening to The Patriot Cast, my friends. And thank you for listening.